Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Psychic Wives. I'm Kathy Rumsey. And I'm Ginger Hendry. And I am Jerry Carabin. So this week's episode, we are going to be discussing uh, good versus evil or good and evil. And I feel like um, if we had sponsors, I would give the little disclaimer that the Opinions and views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily <laughs> reflect our sponsors, but luckily for us, we don't have any sponsors yet. So, yet. Uh, yes. <laughs> right. Um, but it, an interesting thing just happened as, as the three of us were just chatting before we pressed record, which is um, we're going to be talking about this because we all think it's important, but we're not all sure that our views are aligned <laughs> with each other so this might be really interesting yeah in other words a, we've never talked about this before really i don't think amongst like, ourselves not like so. super in depth but um yeah so i guess i guess we'll just we'll just jump right into um yeah good good like whether, and we, evil whether and, or not we believe is that what we're talking about whether or not we believe um there's good and evil right you know when it comes to either just in general or when it comes to our work and when it comes to our readings or or right or anything well and i think and i think that the the when it comes to our readings i think that that's the easy place to start because yeah. um yeah. i i can easily express what i have experienced in my readings and yep. that is that um, when I connect either with an animal um, or a, a person who has crossed, there's nothing but goodness. Um, even if they're, they're hard messages or they're hard conversations, they always come from a place of love because the, the vibration that we're communicating with is so much higher than ours that everything comes from love um so but i i do know that other people have other experiences and i don't want to negate their experiences yeah um but mine has has always been um that it's it's all even like i said even if it's something maybe that we don't want to hear <laughs> or a message we don't want to deliver it's always it's always delivered from a, a place of goodness and love so and it's interesting because i have two um two things that i was thinking about when you said that i think it also depends in the reading and we have kind of mentioned this before at times it also depends on where you as the reader are coming from we we um i know of someone that is a um, kind of, I don't know how to say this, but a little bit of a darker leaning side of, of things. And when this person reads, the readings tend to have a little bit more of, of darkness in them. But I think that's also based on the fact that, that that's kind of this person's personality a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to say that, but then I wanted to say this other thing that I thought was really super interesting. I was doing a mediumship reading for someone um, a couple of months ago and 
it was like the first time, and it, it's kind of funny because this person's grandparents came through basically like sort of one after the other, but together. And they were, I have, we have an E rating on this, so I can say this, they were assholes. Yeah. Like, and they were, and I was like, that was the first time that I had ever brought somebody through and they were like, they were jerks. You know what I mean? I mean, they weren't like evil or anything like that, but they, right. were, they were jerks. And it was really interesting because I thought, well, that was the first time in my experience because I was always like, you figure everybody goes over to the other side and everything's like, love, and like total mm-hmm. love and sweetness and kindness or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. The messages that they had for this person were really good messages. Loving messages. Loving right. messages and, and definitely guidance for the, for this person. Um, but then it was really interesting because I talked to our mentor, Joe Shield. Kathy and I are both doing mentorship programs with um, medium Joe Shield. Um, and he, he said this and I was like, oh my God, I didn't even think about that. If these two people had come through all lovey-dovey and wonderful, she wouldn't have recognized them. Right, because exactly. that's not who they were in whatever. So it made me think about that. And it's not really good versus evil, but it's just that you expect them, and they weren't. You're right. You know what but, I mean? But you're right. Like, you wouldn't recognize that, per, you know, if, if, would not, if she someone... would not have recognized grandma and grandpa if they had come through right. in this really loving, supportive, because it's just not the type of people that they exactly. were. Exactly. Um, I love what you said, Jerry, about um, sort of a person's personality and frame of reference in reading as well. Um, Because I know there are readers and I'm thinking right now more animal communicators since we've been teaching and we have a a bigger student base. But those that really have a funny, the the animal communicator that have a funny um, personality and very outgoing and uplifting, a lot of messages may come through in a very funny way. And I think because the being, the soul, whether it's an animal or a person, um, does attach to that vibration and is able to deliver the message through the way that that person reads. Yes. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we attract those types of clients. Like yeah. I personally mm-hmm. wouldn't really, I don't believe, attract a client that is going to like, yeah you know what I mean because those aren't my readings which is not to say that sad stuff doesn't happen in our readings of course but that's not that's not evil you know good versus versus evil there um so can I ask you guys a question like and this is going to open it up a little bit here you know the the shows ghost hunters like and and stuff like that like like you know, sometimes they're like, you know, so-and-so got pushed down the stairs or, or something. What is your take on that? Like, I know they go in and they usually like, I'm going to say ghost hunters in specific, they're going in trying to debunk, you know, that there's a, a, an entity there or something like that, but they do show. I think they're actually doing the opposite, aren't they? (laughs) They're trying to not debunk it, aren't they? No, they were actually going to go in, go in and, and say that, like when, when the client pulls them in and says, you know, we always see a figure up there in the window, they try to go in and figure out what else that figure could be other than like a ghost or something. Um, oh, and they're not cool. trying to debunk it in a, no, we don't believe in this. They're trying to, 
um, okay, yeah, wow, that's a, a ghost. Or yeah, no, that's the reflection of a car driving by or something, something like that. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? So what do you, what's your take on, on that, you know, going on haunted, haunted buildings? What's your take on that? <laughs> so um, I actually had a really interesting um, insight into this when I was at a workshop earlier this year down in Florida with John Holland, who at one point was doing he did a pilot for a show on the history channel about um, I think it was, I think it was going to going to be a show called psychic history. And they ended, he ended up not doing the show after recording a few episodes. He just, I think he didn't like the direction it was going in. Um, but he was taken to these places where historically big things had happened and like he was taken there blindfolded, didn't know where he was, didn't know. And it was, do you know where you are kind of thing? And he would just psychically connect and could feel. And what he says is, um, and this is my only frame of reference, because I'm not into ghost hunting kind of thing. Like I don't, I don't, not, I don't say it's not true, but it's just, I haven't experienced that myself is he basically says, it's not that they're ghosts it's residual energy yeah so there's nothing exactly how i feel yeah really still they're not stuck it's just their energy is left behind um it was it was a really interesting um take on that but i don't uh i'm not sure how i feel about the whole like people who who feel that they have someone haunting them or something. I yeah, just, and you know again, I, it's like, this is just, I don't want to start an uproar, but this yeah. is just my experience. Yeah, well, like you said, there's that disclaimer at the beginning. And I agree with the residual energy, but I think I also agree with the stuck thing because when we were doing, um, like, and I know you were saying you don't feel that they're stuck. When we were doing um, shamanic, um, my shamanic studies, I studied with the Four Winds Society for a couple of years for, um, as a shamanic practitioner. Um, and there were cases that we were helping people that had not, you know, so, the, you know, it's not as dramatic as the ghost whisperer, which is the chick that helps people go into the light or whatever. But we which did- is, I, Which I've never seen, but I have heard like, it's really not how it works. <laughs> yeah, but we did- I don't know, I've never seen the show, do, so work like that with helping people cross um but it wasn't as dramatic and it wasn't like stuck 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 it was more of a forgiveness thing um that that these people needed and it was interesting um and this is i know i'm kind of going off on a tangent but when my mother passed um my friend who's a shaman and medium connected with her and um said that she was look she needed um it was like a couple days after um and she needed forgiveness um and i've heard that before that most people that pass they're looking for forgiveness they're looking for forgiveness and they need that in order to completely go maybe that's part of the residual energy i don't know yeah. another way to to look at it well it is interesting because as you're talking i'm thinking of um the readings that i do uh for soul realignment 
when we look at what um, may be blocking somebody in this life that they're carrying from another life. And we talk about something called attaching souls. Yes. Um, and it's really energetic and it really carries an energy of something. And I, that's what I look for. What is the something? Is it doubt? Is it regret? Is it, you know, we can sort of find that energy and let that energy go. So it's interesting that you can see that in different ways, in different practices, right? It's an energetic um, situation more than yeah. a ghost situation. Yeah. And there are, um, I guess, practitioners or, or people that call themselves witches or they work in black magic or they, um, that, so there is that modality or that you know yeah. people that like do that stuff and it is interesting because i guess yes we've never really had it um we've never approached it from that side well, well yeah, i guess I mean, my thing would be i'm not sure why I, I i personally i don't think i'd want to like why would you want to but again that's just me like well, that's just us but i mean when we're doing readings whether you guys are doing mediumship or we're doing animal communication or whatever it is that we're doing we are really invoking a higher vibration, right? That's what we're looking for. We set yeah. our intention um, to work at a higher um, place, not a lower place, in the highest good for all. So we're yeah. not looking for that. I know one of the things that comes up with soul realignment, soul realignment and working in the Akashic Records is all about karma. So it's more I make a positive choice for my soul and I get a positive result. I make a choice that's not positive I don't get a positive result and I can change it at any time. That's the power by making a positive choice. Um, the other thing that comes up in, in working with the Akashic records is understanding that um, we never, we never really have to be stuck. We always have the power to make a decision in, in, in a different way and to move in a different direction. So um, there's more for me, it's more empowering. Yeah. You know, it's, I, it's so interesting the way you, the, the, the talk about that because the whole karma concept um i think people think of karma as you make a you make a good choice something good comes you make a bad choice something bad comes and i remember taking brian weiss's um past life regression therapy training and he was saying that karma doesn't always work in the same lifetime right so mm -hmm. you may make bad choices in this lifetime and never see the bad, you know, it's not like before the end of your life, everything goes to hell or whatever. Um, yes. But in your next lifetime, it is. And, and it's so much of, so much of how I feel about the, the good, I'm going to call it bad and good versus evil. Yeah, and good evil, evil. So evil just seems like a whole, you know, that, so I don't know, it just, <laughs> it, it just brings up a whole other connotation of the Bible and all of that. And, um, but, um, I, I can't actually remember if it was Brian Weiss or another person that I was mentoring other, one of the mediums that was talking about how, you know, there are no bad souls, like on a soul yeah. level, we are all connected. We're all spirits connected to one greater soul, blah, 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 that there, there are all, all souls are good. Um, and that is a, it's a concept that I keep, it's, I, it's like, 
it's almost like if I, if I keep telling myself I believe this, maybe I will actually believe it because <laughs> conceptually I want to believe that all humans are good even though there's all this bad that happens in the world. But I remember, I think it was, I don't think it was Brian. I think it was one of the mediums um, that I've done workshops with who basically said, you know, these, these people who are doing bad things, who are appearing to be bad people, um, he was saying, have compassion for them because they've actually to help their soul alive or their, I'm sorry, to help their soul evolve, they have, they have chosen to learn their lesson this way. Yeah. And it's yeah. really interesting. And it is a concept that I will tell you, I have a really hard time, especially if I'm watching the news or something, getting my Wrapping a grasp around that. Yeah. Well, yeah. We talked <laughs> about books um, in our previous yeah. episode. Um, and I mentioned the book, um, Seed of the Soul, uh, Gary Zukav, who, you know, wrote the, these books back in like the late 80s. And so I'm, I'm definitely paraphrasing, but the, the gist of what I remember reading about this was that when we come into this existence, right, we're in a soul group, we travel together, and our soul groups are huge. So maybe X amount of us come into this life, and then we come into another life with the rest of the soul group or whatever. Um, sometimes those souls that you're talking about don't just come in just to evolve for themselves, although they are. They come in when they do those kinds of things, it shifts the people around them to either experience something in a different way, to deal with something in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Like they, they are yeah. teaching a horrible lesson that takes a toll. So that's one thing. And I've had a hard time kind of wrapping my brain around yeah. that. But I also remember reading that sometimes a soul does get damaged and it gets damaged enough that it, that it doesn't recognize itself and, and whether or not we call that pure evil or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when oh, we leave this life, there is a lot more work on the other side the soul has to do to be able to function as coming back into a human. And existence. to come back in. Yeah. Interesting. So interesting. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I have actually heard that before, though. I've heard that from other mediums who have said they've talked to spirits on the other side who did things in this lifetime that it took them longer. Like there's there's actually it sounds like there's a little process you have to go through. Um, and, you know, we're not going to get into the whole purgatory hell thing because I just I. I can't, you know, that's another episode. I stay home. Again. No, it's not even another. That's another, that's somebody else's podcast. We'll let someone else deal with that. But, and I'm sure they do. But um, yeah, I've heard that too, that it's like they have extra work to do before they can get to the place where they're able to make the choice to come back for another lifetime. It is interesting. Um, we don't have to go down this path, but, but, it, but along those lines, um, when I mentioned in that previous podcast about that book in particular, kind of turned everything around so that I saw things in a whole different way. But we all talk about growing up Catholic, right? So in my Catholic frame of reference, that book made a lot of sense to me because we talk about going, you mentioned purgatory and, you know, and then we go on and we're judged by, by God. And, but in Gary Zukov's book, he talks about us, we really sort of judge ourselves, we, mm -hmm. but it's not really a judgment as much as a reflection. 
I could have done this, maybe I should have done this, or there's a real sense of reflection before we move out again as a soul mm. in a different lifetime. But it fits the frame, it fits the Catholic frame yeah. that I have in mind. It makes sense to me. So yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, and like, it's so interesting. And I know that I've plugged this darn TV show on a past episode on a past <laughs> episode of our podcast, but I just started season four of Lucifer and <laughs> Oh my God, yeah. the, I feel like I'm getting a lesson in Bible study a little bit with, um, like, I, cause I grew up Catholic, I grew up whatever, but I, you know, I have to say, I, I spent a lot of the time every Sunday in the pew, just kind of letting my thoughts wander and whatever. Um, but it is that same, like, we judge ourselves. It's not someone else judging us and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, super interesting. Yeah, talking about shows, and I think we probably mentioned this too, maybe, oh, yeah. I'm not sure, but the other show is, um, oh crap, what is it? The Good, the Place. Good Place. Yes. Um, and it's a comedy, and it was on NBC, and it's, it's done now. Um, yeah. But it, but it was, it's... But it's super, on Netflix. Yeah. It's on Netflix, and you can find it, and it's, it's super great, and it's really as you... It's about judging ourselves and it's about reforming yourselves and it's about can humans, um, you know, redeem themselves for, you know, on the other side for being, you know, jerks, you know, in this world or something like that. And it, and, it, and the very end of it, um, I, I do want to do a podcast about that, about the afterlife yeah. going ahead. And again, not the, you know, heaven, hell or whatever, but it was... Right just about what we think that, that afterlife is. And it's super interesting that the, I mean, I, I still have it because uh, I had DVR'd it and I still have it on my um, TV because it's like, oh God, it was just so deep the end of this. And I was like, huh. And it really like kind of made me think over and over. So hopefully that will be um, something that we'll talk about in the future. But I wanted to go back sort of to what um, Ginger, you had said like, we go into it in like a positive way and we go into it and we set this intention and stuff like this. And I think like kind of who, what we were talking about at the beginning, that, that one person that, that, you know, tends to be a little bit darker may get darker stuff. When we go into every single one of our readings, at least for me, and I think for you guys too, the big piece in that intention is, is being of service. Yeah that's a really big piece for, for yeah. us and maybe not for other people that do this for fun or whatever. And I'm certainly not saying we don't, we love our jobs. We, we love what we do. It, it's, it's amazing to me, but, but, but the big piece of it being amazing to me is that being a service piece yeah. because whether it's an animal or it's a, you know, somebody that I'm doing a mediumship reading for or somebody I'm doing, you know, any of us are doing, you know, Akashic Records or, um, you know, uh, life coaching, intuitive life coaching or whatever. It's all about um, telling God, spirit, universe, whoever you're, the animal, whatever, whoever you're connected to, to help me help this person. Do you know what I mean? So just by that intention from the beginning and, and the, that being of service piece, I don't think it's possible for it to be evil or bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, totally you know, agree. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, and so maybe those people that are doing, um, that, that are doing, you know, there's another show out there that they, 
they do, I don't know, they're, they're you know, there's a, a whole bunch of them like looking, look, they're looking for the bad. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? They're looking for the ghosts. They're looking for that, that thing. And honestly, who knows if those shows are real. I, or they're, or they're out to prove, prove that, that they're able to do this or whatever. And, and that's been, you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, you can't, you can't be doing this work to be of service and trying to prove yourself at the same time. Right. They're just not, they're not compatible. So yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's, um, it's interesting though, the whole concept of, um, I'll go back to, to something else that, that Brian Weiss discussed at length and, and has written, you know, books on it. I think his, I think his one book is, um, I think the title of it, I, I'll get it wrong, I'm sure, but it's like, the only thing that's real is love. Mm. And it's because he said, you know, session after session after session, people go back, you know, they, he, he does, he regresses them back to past lives and the theme that comes up over and over again is that once you've evolved and you've gone to the other side, you are made aware that the only thing that's real is love. And talking about, um, you know, the, I, I hate to, I hate to use the words like good people, bad people. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and, but it goes along the, it goes along the, and again, I will say that in practice, I, I, I do have a hard time wrapping my brain around the concept of there's no one you wouldn't love if you knew their story. I do in practice, I can think of a couple of people right now that I could sit with them and learn their story and I might still have a hard time loving them. But <laughs> clearly, clearly I have more work to do in this lifetime. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, we all do, right? I mean, that's, the, that's yeah. our whole intent, so. But here's the thing that I wanted to say that I think is, and, and this is something that I try to do, like, okay, so I get it. I get, what you, I get exactly what you're talking about. And, and so instead of making it a big thing, I'm going to use like a little silly example or whatever, and I use this example all the time, um, as a way to work on me, not on... You know, so in other words, okay, so you're driving down the road and somebody cuts you off and, you know, or, or does whatever, flips you the bird or cuts you off or does something or whatever. Your reaction is to be like, yeah, you know, like F you or, you know, or something like that, right? Well, what I've tried to do is, okay, I have no idea what's going on in that person's life. I have no idea what is going on in that person's life. Did they just get fired that morning? Did they just get a bad diagnosis that morning? Did their wife just end up in the hospital? Did their child just, I have no idea where that gesture on their part or where that action on their part came from. So if I can get myself in that place of love and compassion, then that's what makes the shift. So sometimes what we do is we go into it and it's like, okay, I have to look at that person as a loving, kind person. So this is kind of what you're talking about, Kathy. There are people around, around you or in your world or something like that where you can be like, I can't possibly look at that person as that way. But it's, I, I'm starting to, re, to realize it's not about me trying to make them into a loving person. Exactly. It's me right. trying to find my love and compassion towards this person that will make the shift. Right. You know but it's I mean? hard. 
Oh, it, uh, t- totally. 99% and it's, of the it's time. hard when somebody cuts you off, let alone bigger stuff. <laughs> you you right, know what right. I mean? Um, but, but I guess those are, those are our lessons. Right, you know what I mean? right. And I think one of the things that we're finding in this discussion is there is no, it's not black and white. And, and I don't know that it could ever be, you know, until we get to the other side, maybe we're going to be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, you know, now I get it. Or yeah, it is all love. Or yeah, yeah. Now I get it a little more. So now when I come back in the next life, I'm going to work on that to the next degree because it is steps. I mean, we're, you know. Well, we, and we talk about this. I mean, we are divine beings that come into a human existence. We want to experience a human existence. That's how we evolve. So we're human. (laughs) So we're working on our whole life. And so whatever triggers us, um, and we've all done this work, right? You know, once you step on the intuitive path, you really find out what your triggers are that you didn't even know you had. Um, and, and that's what you work on, but you are definitely more mindful and more conscious. Um, of those kinds of situations, but it still is hard because you're a human. You have human emotions. And I love what you just said about, you know, once you step on this path, you, you, you do your work, you have to, and you, you know, stuff keeps coming up. And it's one of the things that I always say to students, and I know you guys do as well. Um, if you're stepping into any type of energetic work or this intuitive work or psychic work or whatever, you have to be doing your own work. I'm sure we've mentioned this before or whatever, because if you're not, I don't, I don't know how you make it. I don't know how you make it through. Do you, right. you know what I mean? So you do well, continue. You go, you go chasing, you go chasing evil spirits. <laughs> yeah, maybe. You, know? <laughs> you start a show looking for ghosts or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't um, know. Or it's, it's, um, but it's, it's, it is true. And it is hard. And it's, it's hard when you start and it gets easier that, you know, well, it doesn't get, it, it gets easier in places and harder in places. But I can remember when I first started to kind of embrace this whole, like, we're all one and you should love every, you know, or be love and love everybody as the best you can, blah, blah, blah. And I, I love that blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I, just blah, blah, I just totally blah, negated blah, blah. all that kindness that I just said, but, um, but, um, you know, whenever, like, my, this was years ago, you know, this is, we're talking like six or seven years ago, and then my kids would do something to annoy me, and I'd be like, I'd just close my eyes, and I'd breathe, and I'd be like, love and light, baby, love and light, and, <laughs> and it just became a joke in my household of, like, oh, there goes mom with her love and light, and, and then it turned into, like, love and light and a little go f yourself like (laughs) (laughs) i have my limits i can't you know i i'm not gonna just be like love and light whatever but um yeah but you know what this brings up a whole nother layer you really cannot just do love and light because you don't service you're not of service to those around you because part of the not part of our when we come in to experience this whole life um, part of our job or experience or lesson or whatever word you want to use is to be the best us, right? That's what we're trying to evolve to. But we want to be the best us, us for us, but we need to be the best us for the people that are in our life as well. So whatever gifts and strengths I have, I need to live up to that because I came here to help, let's say you. Yeah. And you came here because I'm in your soul group somewhere to help yeah. me. So if you're not yourself, your highest self that you can be, you're not of service to me in a way that I need to. 
Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I explained yeah, that. And it totally in- makes sense. And we are definitely in a, in a soul group. And I'm pretty sure that Jerry, you and I in a past life were married or we were siblings or Absolutely. we were something. Yeah, we, we were had something. a, we had a, we are not as close in this lifetime as we were in a as previous we were at lifetime. Some, at, at, at something. It's interesting that you said that too, Ginger, because like, if you think from, you know, me, the queen of law of attraction here or whatever, but they, that we t- talk about in the law of attraction, contrast, we know what we don't want. So we know what we do want. So we need those pieces of anger, not love, a little bit of go F yourself at, you know, love and light and a little bit of, do you know what I mean? So that we can continue to grow like, Oh, okay. I don't, I don't want to have to have to throw in that little bit of F yourself. You, you know what I mean? So now I know what I don't want to, I know what I do want, but, but that contrast and that, you know, us, of us going for those of you that can't see me, I'm putting my hand up and down and up and down, meaning, mm-hmm. you know, we're, very, very authentic and being our true self and, and, and then we're not the next day and then we are, and then we're not, and then we are, and then we're not. But, uh, but I think that's part of the process. It's part of the learning. And it was interesting. Yeah. Part of the growing. Yeah. Part of the growing is what you said. What did you say before? Um, Kath? Oh shoot. I just lost it. It was, it was, um, I just lost it. Um, well, I'll, I'll keep talking along those lines because the whole, like, knowing knowing who we are knowing what we want knowing what we don't want um is is our growth let's just be clear like growth feels sucky sometimes that's what like, that's so so it's funny we were talking before that's what it was was about like we always have to do our personal work and it doesn't get easier and yeah the work kind of doesn't sometimes it does but it doesn't always get easier what gets easier is you're like oh there's another piece Right. You, get, you know you what I mean? Whereas the first time you like, what's going on with me and Bubba, you know what I mean? And yeah. And like, it's like, I mean, like friendships change and, and go away. You know, in my case, I, I've, you know, evolved to the place where it's like friendships I had didn't work for me yeah. and family, you know, you get to case. a place where you go, this doesn't work for me but me staying in this relationship when I know it doesn't, you know, first is the recognizing it doesn't work for you. And then the next step is going, well, if I've recognized it doesn't work for me, I need to do something about it. (laughs) And, and it, it doesn't feel great. And and that part is hard. hard. Yeah. Yeah, that part is definitely it is hard. hard. And it's, you know, it is definitely it is definitely not all love and light. Like it is definitely it it feels crappy. Um, but it, it is our work and, and it's funny because I do, you know, whenever some new lesson comes up, I'm always like, oh, well, you know, thank God I have another lesson because once you've learned all your lessons, it's it's time to move yeah, on. Yeah, that's what I always say to, like, I'll have clients say, when am I going to be done with this? And I say, when you're dead. Right. When you're dead. Yeah, when you're so done. don't rush you, to get done with it. Exactly. You know? Because then you're going to come right back and do it all over again. Yeah, which is another thing, a friend of mine, she's my Reiki master. Um, hi, Chris, if you're listening to this, I love you. Um, she's, we t- we've talked about it before when we're in like a big, 
heady conversation and we'll say something like that like you know when you come back and I was like one time I was like really do I have to do we have to you know like do we get a choice of not coming back I know that's probably another podcast as well um oh gosh yeah talking about we'll have to call Brian and see if he wants to come on I know right but Um, you know it's funny though along those lines of the like when you're let, you know, when you've learned all your lessons, it, it's, it's funny. I was actually having a conversation with some friends this weekend about this very subject, um, about, um, it, it actually started with politics, but morphed into this whole, like the, the belief that are on the soul level that we're all we're all good but we don't in our human form we don't we we aren't always good or we don't always do good things but it's all part of a bigger lesson blah 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 and um <laughs> it was the whole concept of i need to stop saying that blah 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 thing um, <laughs> we all do i think <laughs> we should listen to these and count how many times one of us says blah 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 yeah no and then drink yeah i was just going to say that <laughs> cuz we've all been we've all been um self isolating a little too long i think so yeah. but um but it was around the whole like when you're you know so i was having this conversation with 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 people i've never had these kind of conversations with before um, which is, I think, what happens when you can't go out and do things. <laughs> you just start talking. But um, we were talking about the whole, like, when you're done with your lessons, you move on. And I said, you know, it's, you see where the whole, like, the only, only the good die young. And then the, the flip side of it is, you know, I grew up with the, I can't remember exactly the words, but it's like, oh, that person's too mean to die, you know. She's like, I don't know. Do you guys know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, I know. I, yeah, like too no. mean to die. And it's, you know, and it's kind of like, well, kind of, it's just, they haven't quite finished their lesson. Now at some point their, their physical being will give up, you know, their physical body will say, you haven't learned your lesson, but I can only do what I can do. Um, but it is along kind of those same lines. Yeah. Except what I understand from from Brian Weiss actually is, and I am, I am really paraphrasing and might be even taking a little bit of liberty with this, is the whole, you evolve to this place of love and after you've reached it, either you teach to be of service to others to help them on their journey in this lifetime or you pass. So, that's um, which I think is probably why a couple of years ago I was like, I think I'm going to start teaching. Yeah, I know, right? Thank God. So we're Just preserving to, our life here. Buy, by, buy myself a couple more years. Yeah, buying <laughs> time. Try to. I'm going to try to cheat the system, basically. Yeah. Is what I'm like, hey, you guys, I'm not feeling well. From we need a place to do of a podcast. Goodness, I'm going to cheat. Right. I'm going to cheat the system from a place of goodness, so it's all okay, you know. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Well, we, we um, kind of got away from good versus evil. We kind of like whatever, but well, but it, it matters. Is, you know, I mean, who cares? We kind of um, went into that. I'm just, I'm just. But but I think it. I think it comes back to that whole like. I could start naming off, you know, not people I know personally, but people in the world who have done very horrible things. And again, it is a hard concept to wrap your brain around, like 
that this person who did horrible things to a lot of people is a good soul. <laughs> like it is yeah. just, that's, that's where I say like, I want to. But again, that's know. our work, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's our it's a work lot. to hold whomever in that love and light. Right. You know what I mean? And, 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 and trust me, by me saying that is not me saying, oh, geez, Kath, get your shit together. Why can't you? I can. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, like right. I, said, I have the trouble with the person that flips me the bird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, so, yeah, but I think I'm, I'm learning that, that that's an opportunity mm-hmm. for me to try to move in the right direction a little bit or an opportunity for me to try to grow a little bit or an opportunity for me to think about some, some, you know, like think about something in a different way or something. I don't know. I, I, it's certainly not easy at all. And I think I'm mm-hmm. just recently getting there that, that, okay, this is, this is, this is, have you, have y'all ever heard of Ho'oponopono? Okay. So Ho'oponopono is like an, and, and, and don't, quote me on whatever, but it's, it's Hawaiian and it's an old Hawaiian tradition. And, um, and what it, what it is, is it's about, it's a certain thing that, that you say a whole ponopono prayer and it's, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And it's based on the fact that anything that we see or perceive is partly our responsibility because we are in fact perceiving it. So that what you do when you see these things or these bad things in your life or bad things happen or bad, or you're in, you're in, and you become, you encounter a bad person or something like that. There's a piece of that that is your responsibility because you are perceiving that bad person is bad or that bad thing is bad or something. Interesting. It's really crazy, super interesting. So anybody that's interested in that, just you can just Google Ho'oponopono and it's like H-O, trust me, just sound it out. Yeah, just, yeah sound it out and it'll pop um, But up. it's basically yeah. like, you know, um, uh, I love you, I'm, or what is it? Uh, uh, I'm sorry, thank you, I, I'm sorry, pl- I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. And you say that over and over while you're holding that person, situation, issue, whatever in your mind. And it helps dissipate the attachment to that. Um, and, and obviously it goes much, much um, deeper than that. Um, yeah. But it's, it's super, super interesting. Like, um, and hard for us as humans really hard for us as humans like the first time I read that to be like wait a minute that's got nothing to do with me that that (laughs) person being such a horrible person that's got nothing to do with me it's just really um super interesting and for me I do use it you know not so much in that respect like when I see somebody that you know like we're talking about somebody on the outside that's a horrible person but but you know something for me like things that I have manifested in my life okay like cancer you know what I mean like I love you thank you please forgive you know you know I love you I'm sorry please forgive me thank you or or, you know whatever and it doesn't really matter the way you say it but um it's those four four pieces of it and I've found it to be quite helpful 
Interesting. For me around that. So yeah, check it out. Hang up. <laughs> say that. Say that again, Ginger. I see Kathy and I will be Googling that when we hang up. Yes, exactly. It's really <laughs> absolutely. Um, and one of the guys, and I'm I'm horrible at this. It might be Joe Vitale. Joe Vitale, it might mm -hmm. be him, um, kind of studied it and went to Hawaii and whatever. I, I might be saying the wrong name and I'm so sorry, but I think it, it, it was him or whatever. And, um, and, you know, I think he's turned it into, you can be certified in Ho'oponopono or whatever. It's not like mm. it's a difficult thing, but um, it's, it's just the interesting, the concept of it. Um, interesting, yeah. yeah. And, and you're going to read, there's this part, um, and I don't want to keep going into it or whatever because I'll, I'll, we're going to run out of time, but um, it, uh, there was this doctor in Hawaii and apparently there was a, and again, I might be screwing up some of the details here, but um, there was a prison down there and it was like this bad, bad, bad prison like of like no one is getting out of here. These were the baddest of the bad of the bad of the bad. And he was a psychiatrist or psychologist and he went and he just had all the files in front of him for all the prisoners in this. He never even saw the prisoners. And it was like this horrible thing, like the wardens were leaving and it was people were terrified to work there and it was just a bad, bad place. Um, and all he did was for a couple of years was do that Ho'oponopono prayer over every one of those files. And wow. slowly but surely the prison totally changed and everybody was reformed out of oh, this prison. interesting crazy interesting and it was based on this ancient technique from the hawaiians now it was a the way we we use it now is different from the way that the hawaiians originally used it but um again look it up ho'oponopono yeah well when um, it comes back to being empowered right because when you're in that absolutely. kind of it does give you some sense of power to be um able to help or change or shift or Exactly. And sort of like the same thing I was saying before, like, okay, instead of me like blaming that guy or trying to make that guy into another person, let me change what I can change in myself about how I am perceiving that person or situation or issue or whatever. And that's empowering because I'm taking it in and changing my perception of it right, if yeah. possible or working on changing my perception of it. Um, yeah, crazy, interesting stuff. Super interesting. So yeah, so we did get off, we did get off the, the good and evil a little, but it's okay. I think, I think you all get the gist of it that we are, the three of us still works in progress, thankfully. Um, yes. And just and, like talking uh, to each other again. Pretty much. <laughs> no matter what we're talking about, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think we will wrap this up while I, uh, have some time before my my next appointment to go google ho'oponopono <laughs> sign up for that class or whatever um but for those of you who have made it this long uh listening to jerry ginger and myself uh chat amongst ourselves hopefully we um gave you a little something to think about and um we appreciate that you are listening. Uh, okay, let's do a friends. quick little plug talking yeah. about going forward. We're going to be sure. doing what we call, what do we call it, Kathy? Live with the wives. Live with the wives. Yeah, we're yes. going to be doing, trying to add some Facebook lives in there for you guys so that you can um, 
you know, type in, you can watch us and type in and ask us questions. Um, and we'll be doing that in Facebook. So if you follow us on Facebook, the Psychic Wives on Facebook, you can um, see that we're going to be doing those in the um, fairly near future uh, coming up. Yes. So you can get in on, the, get in on that. And then in the fairly near future, we'll start and then we'll do them regularly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah um, absolutely. So thank you for that little plug. And so yes, uh, you can find us on our website, thepsychicwives.com, on Facebook at The Psychic Wives, or on Apple Podcasts, uh, just search for The Psychic Wives. Please uh, give us a rating if you would. Um, leave us a note on our Facebook page if you're interested uh, and tell your friends about us. We'd love to um, up our, our listener base a little bit. So anyway, hope you enjoyed and um, we will see you all or we'll talk to you all again next week. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.